Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio and People's Choice Award nominated podcast. <laughs> you know, it never gets old for us to hear that, but we have a special guest in the building. Yes. We have Debbie Ryan here today. Hey. I personally nominated them for the People's Choice. I was the people. That was you? Yeah. We've been trying to figure out who yeah, did we're that. we're trying to figure out who that That's person me. was. Yeah, they changed it from Debbie's Choice to just make it a little bit more relatable. Yeah. Did you get excited to hear that on the intro like we do? I got very excited. <laughs> you saw me like kind of shriek but not know the protocol of how loudly to get in the microphone. Okay, well, we should actually set up how this happened because... <laughs> Um, Debbie Ryan was in Vegas with us for the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Um, and she was like, oh my gosh, I love the podcast. Mm -hmm. And so I said, we'd love to have you scrub in. And look, I mean, Debbie Ryan is a woman of her word because she is here. We're doers, people. (laughs) You know, a lot of people, especially in LA, it's always like, let's get together. Let's hang out. Yeah. And it never happens. So to say like, I want to come on your podcast and then you're actually here a couple of weeks later means a lot. It does. You know what? I'm a follow through. <laughs> and listen, I'm definitely weekly subscribed to the like, yeah, no, like for sure. Let's <laughs> let's see each other. Let's try and meet up later this. Yeah. Okay. You let me know. And, <laughs> and, and actually at that exact festival, there was like a person who was like, hey, are you going to be you're going to be in Nashville on this date. Why, why don't we get dinner? And I was like, you know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on that day. And he's like, well, you know, I, I'm sure even if it was just like a meal, just a double date. And I was like, it really doesn't look possible. <laughs> and he goes, well, let's, you know, let's talk about it all just. And I was like, why don't you reach out and we'll just talk further about it as the date gets closer. And he goes, I don't have your number. And I go, all right, then. And then I left. Wow. And my friend was like, dude, that was savage. Like, you're supposed to just pretend you want to do Can I tell you, you are pretty savage because we were in the green room at Vegas and uh, Jason, I can't remember what he said. He was leaving the room or something and he was like, okay, bye. Maybe I'll talk to you later. And I I can't remember what happened exactly, what happened exactly. But Debbie was like, get her number, dude, or like step up or something. And I was like, yeah, Yeah. that's right. What she said. What everyone's been saying. I mean, in general, like when someone's like, all right, I have no intention to do anything about this thing. But hopefully if I just say it, it'll it'll happen. It's like, no, it's 2018. I'm a woman. My time is valuable. A modern, a woman. modern woman. That might be the new tagline. I'm a woman. My time is valuable. valuable. You don't know your value. Like, that's the thing that I've learned. We're just going to just dive right in. The thing that I've learned the most is that no one's ever going to value you higher than you value yourself. Right. So like if you set the standard and you're like. No, like I value you and your time enough to like not lie about the fact that we're we're not going to hang out in Nashville. <laughs> right. Like, and also I value my time enough to not be promising it away to people that I know are not going to follow through with me. It's yeah. so true. You're your longest relationship. Ooh, ooh, girl. Oh, wow, wow. wow we are just ooh. zingers today. I gotta, she I gotta, comes gotta, at us with the sign. I'm gonna have to come in with a like a banger because they're like <laughs> on it already. We're only like ten minutes in. I feel like we're playing yeah. Quiplash. It's hard yeah. and fast. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, we had a lot of requests to have you on the mm-hmm. podcast, like in our Facebook group, there was a lot of requests. Cause you know, we'll, be, we'll kind of be like, who would y'all like to see on the podcast? And a lot of people wanted Debbie That's Ryan. Crazy. On the show. I wonder who <laughs> <laughs> you're a wanted woman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, clearly you guys saw my Facebook comments. So. <laughs> 
It's just me and my friends getting together, being like, please have Debbie Ryan on. <laughs> so you have like five different accounts. That you like, yeah. <laughs> One of them is just like, not Debbie Ryan. <laughs> like, I don't know. This one seems pretty legit. <laughs> Wait, I was going to say, how, when, how long have I known you? How long? I don't know. Ryan asked us that like a few months ago and I, you remember like the conception of when we met, but I don't remember because I think even at that point, the first time we really hung out, like we had maybe met distantly through friends before. No, I will never forget. So the first time we ever meet, we're at this birthday party. I think it was Raquel's birthday. Maybe. Yeah. 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 yeah, It was Raquel's, right? I think so. So Debbie shows up and we're at a home and Debbie shows up with like a cupcake batter, um, ice cream cones and is like who wants to make cupcakes and i was like this girl this girl right here so we end up, yeah, we end up like spending the afternoon like making these cupcakes filled in like a, a what's it called ice yeah, cream the, like cone. cake cones like the ones that have flat yeah. bottoms yeah and you just like pour cupcake batter in them and then you bake them and they fluff up like in the shape of ice cream but it's really a cupcake and yeah. then you ice it so it looks like ice cream but it's really a cupcake. It was so wow, cute. I've never even heard. That sounds right up Tanya's alley. It though. was like it was like team. Like I felt like team building, even though we weren't a team. <laughs> we are now. <laughs> it you? really built us into a team that day. Wait, was that the conception of y'all's friendship? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was you zero said you to one hundred. Remember? Well, I don't remember. I no. I rem- <laughs> when Ryan asked us like, "When did you guys meet? How did you guys meet?" Oh, oh. Tanya was like, "Well, that was like our first interaction, right?" Which was true, but I think that like because we have common friends, and you know when you're like. Have I met you? Have we worked together? Yes. Are you on my explore page all the time? Do I just stalk Insta stories that you're always in? Like, that, you figure that out. Right at what So I don't what remember. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you guys, speaking of, I've not randomly because it's been intentional, but I've weirdly been watching Robert and his girlfriend's stories, like, on Instagram. I've been watching them, too. Yeah, Robert's like, Becca's ex-boyfriend. Oh, yeah. But they're really cute. Like, we ended on, you know, good, good terms. terms. Yeah, when we love him. But, like... I think it's still a little weird that I watch his stuff with his new girlfriend, but they're really cute. Do you watch hers? Yeah. Don't follow don't follow either of them. Oh, you watch hers? That's ballsy. That is ballsy. Because they always because I've watched both of them, they always come up on the explore page back to back. Yeah. I don't know how to change that. (laughs) Don't know if I want to. (laughs) But that's ballsy because then your name shows up in like her thing. That's okay. I'm happy, you know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're you're right. Good I'm cool. Terms. I'm chill. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the weird <laughs> thing is whenever someone's like, so and so's ex girlfriend's watching my new sh. They're just stalking me. They're just like watching all my stuff. I uh, know. This is and me saying like, I am stalking, yeah. but it's all <laughs> in positive, good, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hopefully, you guys have like a fine relationship. That's, yeah. I was listening to one of you guys' podcasts, and they were talking about, you were talking about, um, someone was like, you know how you usually like delete photos with people oh, because yeah. of like shame or embarrassment and you're like no I keep those up because they like remind me of a positive time like yeah. it's all positive memories that's how it feels like you, there's just like leaves with positive terms exactly yeah that's and cool. like I watch now I'm like oh we we had some moments that were fun and pretty like that and they look really happy yeah hmm. I went sad. through a breakup and <laughs> one of my friends was like don't burn any photos like don't <laughs> get rid of anything because you're gonna like want to have had the memories like once like this immediate grief goes uh-huh. over you're gonna want to have had the memories and, like, my biggest regret was, like, photos that I deleted off my page and being like, well, I wish archive was available back then. It's I so funny that you say that because I literally, because I've been cleaning out my apartment and I found this old locket that my ex-boyfriend gave to me. It was, like, a picture of us in the locket. And I was, I guess I'd put it somewhere. It was in my bathroom. Oh. I found it in, like, the back of, like, 
underneath my sink or something. And I was like, <laughs> I clearly hid all these things to not remember. But then I'm like glad that I still have them because they were fond memories. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. it was a good thing. When yeah, you I did that. cry. Oh, it was good. weird. Yeah, I mean, you it was know, forever been, ago. I was going to say, Tanya, it's <laughs> been a, quite a few yeah. years. I hope you didn't cry. Yeah, it was like fond memories. So yeah, I, I kind of am I'm with you on that, not burning the, yeah. the memories. I yeah. even remember Robert deleted a video that he like had planned to have made when we were in Greece together. And he was like, I regret deleting that video because it was such a great time. And he like tried to call Instagram to get it back and stuff and couldn't get it back. Oh. Yeah. It sucks. But it does. I will I say like, away. unless it was like a horrible breakup, I guess, like where someone like, yeah, you know, cheated or whatever. <laughs> I think it's nice to have those memories at some point, at least to be able to tell the stories. You know, I don't know. It yeah. also points to a lot of like the person, the personality type. And like, I have been this person, so I get it. And we, I think we've all experienced like a version of it. But like when you leave a situation that either no longer serves you or like it has like betrayed you or uh -huh. whatever, you kind of want to like taint the memory of it and like burn it down behind you. And I find myself like quite often seeing people who feel this compulsion to do that and to mm -hmm. go into a situation and remove like what it actually was and retell the tr like reframe mm -hmm. the narrative yeah to be able to be like oh yeah like he was miserable and I was miserable the whole time and it was, it was like really because you're projecting <laughs> happiness like obviously in the case of like you know an abusive relationship where there is like actually you're presenting publicly very different than what the actual mm -hmm. DNA is mm -hmm. like there's no need to burn things down behind you. You can just like allow it to belong to the past. There's a C.S. Lewis quote yeah. actually about, I mean, oh. it's about writing. It is in the weight of glory. It's like maybe in the prologue or something. Um, and the weight of glory is like a compilation of like topical sermons on humility. And so he has some of them that he has just retained the original context in which he like delivered them. So some things are overlapping and some things are whatever. And, he says, there comes a time, and it need not be a long time, where a piece of work or writing belongs so much to the past or a specific time period that to alter it or edit it, even by the author themselves, would be to create a sort of forgery. Oh. And, like, oh. can you imagine, like, if we were just reframing our relationships as things that they weren't to make it easier for us to process now, and yeah. then it would just be creating a forgery of a thing that was, like, a very truthful thing. I was like, really impressed that you just had that whole thing memorized. But then I remember that you're an actor. I know. It's like, my one skill. Yeah. <laughs> That's where she thrives. Yeah. Yeah. Which we do need to get back to. We need to talk about, by the way. Yeah. Before oh, we talk yeah. about how beautiful your skin looks, Becca. Oh, wow. Thank you. Does it? Yeah, it does. It really Thank does. You. Thanks, yeah. guys. Um, well, that's all thanks to our friends at BioClarity. Um, we talk about BioClarity all the time. I have seen so many people on the Facebook group talking about how BioClarity has changed their skin mm -hmm. and how um, they were looking for something natural and it is what helped. So take it away. Well, they have the clear skin routine and that's for combination oily or breakout prone skins. Three easy steps, cleanse, treat, restore. And this contains nourishing plant extracts like chamomile, green tea, cucumber, licorice root, Oat kernel plus Floralux with chlorophyll, and that helps fight breakouts, smooths the skin, minimizes redness, and reduces pore size, which I have giant pores, um, and evens out your skin tone. So, and then Floralux, which I mentioned, 
Becca, do you want to tell us about that? Yes. Floralux is a clever form of chlorophyll, and it's proven to nourish the skin, and it soothes away imperfections and blemishes. It has antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties that feed your skin from the outside in. Basically, it's like a green juice for your, for your, for your face. face. Since you mentioned the Facebook group, let me give you a couple of these that people have said in here because people love BioClarity. Riley says, BioClarity worked really well for my hormonal acne. My mom noticed and had no idea I was trying anything new. She's noticed my skin looked so much better. I use it religiously. And then one more down here. Uh, here it is. Kristen Damasi, hormonal acne. It's decreased and the intensity has gone down dramatically. Not as angry and red. I got the Clarity mask and I feel like my pore size on my nose has improved too. Mm -hmm. So there you go. I mean, the people have spoken. The people people have have spoken. spoken. I mean, what are you guys waiting for? Yeah. Get started on healthier habits with your skincare. Just go to bioclarity.com. Also, I wanted to mention one of my favorite things is that BioClarity is delivered straight to you and it's super easy to use. So you don't even have to leave the house to get your skincare routine. Um, our listeners will get their first month for 50% off a routine plus shipping is free and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But you have to enter our code, Becca, that's BioClarity.com and enter our code, Becca. You'll Debbie, you can get in on the next one. Yeah, yeah. I'll get on okay. the next one. Hope you're ready for that <laughs> harmony. Like, no, mm-hmm. Pitch match now. <laughs> yeah, now you know what to come in with. Um, what, I mean, what were you going to talk about before we got into BioClarity? Oh, well, your acting career. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes. We were just going to make a quick pit stop <laughs> over the last 15 years of my life. Happy to, happy to fold it in. I was, uh, I was on tour. I was on the voice notes tour with Haley and Charlie over the summer, and we were driving the bus from Arizona to Texas, which was a jaunt. Yes, I were done the drive. Yeah, we were, you know, in on a bus for quite some hours, and we watched Insatiable. And it made me so proud. And like, just because I know you, and I just, you're not like your character in that in that TV show. But it's acting to me is such like a crazy world because you're literally like taking on the identity identity of like some other human. Yeah. It's actually a lot harder than I would even imagine. Yeah. But the show is really great and you're really great in it. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. It's funny. Um, It's funny to like know who responds and to what they respond and uh, especially hearing it from my friends and people who are like, yeah, I, I can see that. And some people being like, I that was a t- total stretch. Like, that was hard to watch, you know. And um, that's really cool. It makes me feel like I'm doing my job right. And it got picked up for a second season. Yeah. Which is really exciting. Next year, 2019. It happened pretty fast. It happened, like, really hard and fast. I think there were a lot of people kind of hesitant to see it mm-hmm. and really interested to see what it was for themselves versus kind of like this preview of the origin story. And so to kind of go on the journey and step into it was like really cool and exciting because I've like heard just so much feedback from several people who watched it initially or binged it or made their way through it slowly or um, kind of whatever, coming at it with all different hearts and coming out of it with a lot of similar feedback, which is like they get it, they're into it, it's wild and, um, you know, it's a full ride, but it's... It definitely goes there. And it is like a really nice cautionary tale of like what happens when we let ourselves kind of run. We don't check in with our rage. We don't check in with our damage. We don't check in Mm -hmm. with the places that these things can bring us. And um, also just identity. So many people finding identity at different types in their life. And Alyssa Milano's character finding it, you know, in this kind of emptiness. And yeah, like everyone just finds it um, in so many different ways. And especially in places and cultures where 
identity looks like a range of one to a few things, such as like high society mm -hmm. or I lived in Texas and I lived in the South and we shot it in Atlanta. And it's definitely trickier contexts to introduce kind of left of center or right of center concepts and identity things. So it's nice to be able to work through it and show people working through it. And we had a good team of people. Everyone just came at it careful about the right things and precious and protective about the right things and really bold and courageous about mm -hmm. the other, you know, those things. And that was nice. I feel like um, Netflix is so competitive too right now. I mean, it shows that people are obviously loving it for them to come so quickly with the second season, yeah. which is yeah. really cool. Because there's so many shows that are coming in. It's like people want more. It's like binge, binge, binge. Yeah. And then it's over and you're like, How'd you yeah. like it? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> like, well, there goes six months of my life. Yeah. I know. When do you start like shooting it? the second one? Next year. Yeah. 2019? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This is exciting. Yeah. Well, actually, let's dive into that a little bit. Okay. So do you move away to shoot? You said you shoot in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. So um, we move away. Essentially, we, we are basically given, you know, a, 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 a little kind of home no we are basically given a time frame which is kind of subject to change mm -hmm. and then we have to like kind of finish out our lease and move and find a place and do the deposit and just figure it out all on our own there's a for a movie they will kind of bring you there and procure lo your locations whatever but with that there basically is like a flight and a time that you need to be there and get yourself to and from work in a city that you've never been in and whatever so it's kind of like a little bit um daunting and it'll make you grow up but yeah. it's fun I mean and you're you're in a relationship I am correct yeah so does this do you guys do long distance yeah but that it's kind of in the DNA of the relationship really yeah from the time that we knew each other he was traveling and then and actually what happened with Atlanta was wild because um that was meant to be the time like I had finished my show he was traveling and we were kind of privately seeing one another <clears throat> for several years and then the show gets picked up and it was right around the time that he was going to have a year of not traveling and not touring which for five years of knowing this person we had been like there's gonna be a moment there's gonna be a moment mm -hmm. and I'm like okay great I'll just do movies 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 and then we'll backtrack it so that I'm not booking anything or shooting anything away and we could both arrange our time in town together. And the show was supposed to go for CW and it didn't go and then Netflix bought it and then it did go. So the second he got home, I broke my kneecap in half. He, I had surgery, he like nursed me back to health. Oh, and, then, oh uh, and then we were both like, all right, well here's our year together in town. And then it was like, oh, just kidding, be in Atlanta in three weeks for the next six months. And so then I did that and moved and then I came back and he was like, all right, great, I'm traveling again for work. Oh and so he's gosh. been, yeah, on the road. But it's kind of perfect because, um, you know, he visited while I was gone and mm -hmm. I visited him. And, and distance makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. It's hard, though. And I think that I think that there's this um, idea of like, it's fine, like you can get through anything. But I don't think people realize how hard like it is to be apart from each other. Do y'all have like a certain time where you're like, we won't go past two weeks to see each other? Or do you like, or just initially just, you know? in the first like two years or whatever of building this, um, which like at that point he was, you know, in a passenger van and then got into like a bigger mm -hmm. band. So there we was, should, like, uh, he's a musician. Yes, he plays music. Yes. Yes. And um, yeah, he wasn't just recreationally <laughs> cruising around town. And although, you know, it's just free candy on the side. That's how we met. <laughs> um, no, yeah. So like it was, uh, it was kind of less 
you know, now they have like built this really cool thing to the point where he has a bit more freedom and play as far as off days. But in that, when it's just like four guys in a thing, like you can't even really take phone calls without three other guys like roasting yeah. you. So like, totally. you're kind of just, yeah, it was, um, we would try and not go more than four to six weeks. And so sometimes it would be like two days and then three weeks apart and then four days and then six weeks apart or whatever. I don't think we've ever done, yeah. But now we try and when I was in Atlanta, he came on average like once a month with our puppy. Oh, so I got wait, to watch do him we, grow. His uh, name is Jim. Do you tell people like does he have a name or do you keep it private? Um, people know. Okay, yeah, people know. I try not to like aggressively lean on it because it's like okay. the only thing I have that's mine, <laughs> and that's totally fine. But a thing that that I want, I do want you to talk about is because I mean we obviously talk about our journey through like love lives and mm-hmm. and our you know. my fumble through it Um, but but to give people some encouragement on just like how you guys met because there's people me everyone thinks like I have to meet beyond the dating apps and I have to you know do all these things but it was really like organic for you guys yeah we met through like a work situation kind of and then common friends and it was just by nature of it not romantic at all um, but that's cool like you started off as friends and then you totally. formed a relationship yeah and li- literally like one time he and uh my buddy who was kind of like driving it mark who's like the creative director for his band and mark's just a legend and such a genius and mark was the one that i was closest to because he does the thing that is most like my industry so i would be like if you want to see a multi-cam set come and visit and you know he would be like what do you think about this edit and so we kind of just bonded and um I was like, come visit the set of Jesse. He was like, we just flew in. Can I bring Josh? And I was like, yeah. Like, I had met him in correspondence with him, like, once or twice before. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Like, whatever whatever will get you here to come visit. And they came in. It was like, hey, hi. <laughs> and I was like, I've known you. Do I like you? Do I have a crush on you? <laughs> and we, like, talked about aliens and the X-Files for, like, ever. And he left. And I was like, why do I why do I want Josh to text me? Oh, like, why am I so waiting for him to text me? Yeah, it was so funny. It's funny, like, the second it shifts, and you're like, oh, wait, you're a person. You're a dateable person. Yeah, yeah you're dateable. <laughs> yeah. I like you. He literally, like, I think he had the exact same moment with me. He was like, I don't know who's this girl. Like, it's just some L.A. girl doing, like, acting. And then he was like, oh, <laughs> I date her. <laughs> wait, so how long have y'all been together? Um, You know, we were, it's kind of been the majority of five years. Wow. Some of it was more public than others. There's mm-hmm. like moments where we like went our separate ways in order to kind of like work on our things. And uh, when we reconnected, we were really intentional to do so extremely privately. And then his fans and listeners are really smart and intuitive and they pay attention. <laughs> and so they were like, don't lie to us. Like years ago, like three years ago or four years ago, we're like, don't lie to us. Someone in Atlanta, like Nebraska saw a photo of the back of someone's head and the background was, the- and like, I was just oh. like, all right. So it kind of like, it became a thing where we were like, well, I guess we're not going to lie or hide, but totally. we're just not going to kind of. Like pup, just right. open up. Right. Yeah. yeah. Income us where we're like, tell us everything. Yeah. But it's, I was 19 when I met him, you know. He, that moment happened on the set and then he was like I'm gonna go play some festivals he was playing like daytime stages in the back of South By or something and he's like I'm coming back in a couple months and I'm gonna take you on a date Aww. came and he took me on a date and adopted me a kitten and, oh, and the rest is history wow. Literally. Wow. maybe not even in that order it happened I, fast yeah I think it's encouraging for people to hear that you know what I mean like you might be listening and you, you might, might already a, know the guy 
that you could end up with. Totally. And it might just click one day. Didn't we really read a stat on thing. that? Once you're hit, hit 25, you've already met the person you're going to spend your life with? Yeah. There's wow. actually a, yeah, there, it's like a proven statistic that you've already met the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Is that because people, No, I'm not saying you, but is that because people get, <laughs> don't want to say desperate, but they're like, well, let's see. I'm not meeting anyone new. Like, sure. let's see who I got. Maybe in by my... then you've just locked in your life. What? Like, that's Tanya. such a pessimistic way of okay, looking at it. Okay, that is not, I just meant like, do people, <laughs> like, see, I didn't mean to say desperate. I meant to say like, do people just start thinking more like, oh, could I be romantically with someone that I already have a comfortable relationship with? I think it's more of like, so you meet people and you maybe not be at you might not at the right place at the right time yeah that's what yeah. i meant like sorry i went about that the wrong way i just meant like if timing wasn't the best and as you get older you start thinking like maybe there was someone in the past that there wasn't yeah. the right time but maybe if we reconnected now it'd be there We're totally yeah. or you start dating all these yahoos and you're like well i better get back we to gotta the, get back to the we one gotta, that doesn't have all the red flags we gotta get to <laughs> your recent uh date date Tate. oh yeah but first you have a cat Yes. And you have a dog? Yes. Do you have photos of those animals in your home? I do. Do you have framed photos? No. It's hard to do logistically. Well, we have. <laughs> we have the solution. We have the <laughs> solution for you. Wow, you made that great. Flawless. Yeah. <laughs> so Framebridge, they make it super easy and affordable to frame your favorite things from art prints and posters to the travel photos sitting in your phone. Basically, how it works is you go to framebridge.com, you upload your photo, or they'll even send you packaging, and you can safely mail, like, if you have a physical thing that you want framed, it's not, like, an uploadable photo. Cute. They'll send you the stuff, and you send it back to them. They have a team at Framebridge that will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. Super easy to hang. Yeah. As I've talked about before. Yeah, Becca's not so good at framing, or, uh, not framing, uh... Hanging? hanging things i'm fantastic at it now they make it easy that's true so it's usually hundred dollars like hundreds of dollars when you want to frame something but the prices start at 39 dollars, and all shipping is free plus our listeners will our listeners will get 15 percent off their first order at framebridge.com when they use the code becca mm-hmm. um my the right when you walk into my apartment um, there's a photo of me holding my dog Phoebe and it's a giant photo from Framebridge and it's the cutest thing. Ever. It is the cutest Thrills thing Thrills me. Um, get started today, frame your photos or send the perfect gift for weddings, birthdays, or special events. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code Becca. You'll save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, promo code Becca. One more time, framebridge.com, promo code Becca. Becca. That was pretty good. Still learning the melody. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) got it in there. Um, I don't know if y'all heard in the middle of uh, the Framebridge ad, Debbie had taken two of her Sugar Bear hair vitamins. This is my first time. How did you like it? I feel it growing. (laughs) (laughs) You have amazing hair. Thank you. It all fell off when I went to Australia, and so it like cracked off and broke off. They like bleached it, and we would go surfing on our lunch breaks, and then they would just put oil on top of the salt water and then put heat on it. And so it just cracked off. Well, and it looks oh. super healthy. Yeah, you're doing a good job. Eating a lot of leafy greens. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're <laughs> welcome. Eating a lot of greens, taking your vitamins. I really am. Yeah. Um, what, how was the taste when you first took it? It was nice. It was you like enjoyed very it? gummy bear-like. 
You yes. said you said we needed to take them away from you. Yeah, you I'll move them away. Yeah, well, also because all of Tanya's starbursts are gone. So <laughs> this is true. Red Those are put um, right on the red starburst. Sugar Bear Hair is a bestseller on Amazon with thousands of rave reviews. They taste sweet. They taste just like sweet, delicious candy made with the juice of real berries, and they contain everything you need for stronger and healthier hair. It's I've said this before. It's as much vitamin A as four cups of broccoli, as much vitamin C as one cup of cranberries, and as much vitamin B12 as four organic eggs. Um, they just came out with the new women's multivitamin. Yeah, and those are vegan. They taste just as delicious. Just as delicious. So go to sugarbyhair.com slash Becca for beautiful hair and a healthier you. That's sugarbyhair.com slash Becca. Again, that's sugarbyhair.com slash Becca. So Tanya had a date on Friday night. Oh. <laughs> scared. Uh, We're going to yeah. get right into things. Yeah. I did. So it was, um, it's somebody that I went to college with. So I haven't like really seen him in forever. And we'd been like DMing on Instagram for like a while, and mm-hmm. then he just randomly asked me out that morning. He said, you want to get happy hour tonight? And I said, sure, which is so not like me because I always am like, you need to ask me out <laughs> with proper, you know, advance notice. notice. Yeah. yeah. And and Friday just, night, you always. He and I always stay in and I clean my makeup brushes. Right. Like Friday night's not my night Standard to go out. And like Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> you is that every Friday you do so that? Much. Yeah, because you're supposed to clean them like every other day. So I give myself like one day a week that I'm gonna like clean them. And Fridays I'm always tired from the week and I'm not my best self. So I kind of just have made that like. <laughs> Debbie's face. You're getting roasted. I know Debbie's face when I said that was like she was kind of embarrassed for me. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? She's like, no, oh. I was I was embarrassed for the fact that it's been two and a half years and I've cleaned them once. I, I me mean too. Tw- I'm sitting like, here like, wow, I'm disgusting. So much bacteria yeah. on your brushes. I know, but to be fair, I don't really use brushes. I use my fingertips okay. because of okay. the warmth that like melts the makeup. So that you know. When okay. was the last time you cleaned your fingertips? Uh, uh t- once a week. Fridays. <laughs> I'm not my best self. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> But I do, I do have like extra white pillowcases, and I use a different washcloth to remove my makeup every day. Mm-hmm. I use like I have like mm-hmm. a Costco washcloth and Costco pillowcase, and I flip them over. So I'm like very aware of like the skincare of it all, but just makeup. That's makeup brushes. I don't prioritize. Yeah, yeah you've same. tasked me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking tasked. I need to carve out some time in my life. You guys, yeah. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Okay, wait, how was your date? Um, it was actually really good. Like, I had no expectation going in because I was like, it's a Friday night, and it was like last minute, and, you know, whatever. I had made plans that night to spend time with um, some of my friends. So I was like, I'll just go grab a quick drink for like an hour and a half or whatever, and then I'll meet my friends after. And was it like somewhere near your place? Yeah. And it was great. I ended up not meeting my friends after. Because you were, it, it lasted longer? Yeah, and they were actually super cool about it was Mel and Nikki, oh, and yeah. they were like, if "They're you're like having- go on a date." Yeah, they're like, "If you're having fun, <laughs> do not worry about us." And I was like, "Okay." Um, so yeah, it was good. Yeah. So have y'all made plans? No plans. Did he text you? Did he walk you home? Like, was how did things conclude in like a gorgeous way that left you wanting <laughs> gorgeous more? Gorgeous way. Was you there know? a kiss? No kiss. Good. Really? You yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. Not on a first date. Really? See, okay, I used to always go in for the kiss on the first date because I'm like, you can tell chemistry by like a kiss. So I always would try and seal the first date with a kiss. Interesting. And it hasn't happened for me in a long time. And I'm like, is this the universe telling me I need to slow my roll? <laughs> slow your roll. I think like there's there's something to be said for obviously like 
you can feel you can feel if you want to kiss someone you know that you want right. to kiss someone mm-hmm. if someone wants to kiss you you know that they want to kiss you mm-hmm. and if they go to kiss you, like, definitely don't swerve the person. <laughs> right, I was but like, like sorry, yeah. sorry, I don't kiss on the first date. It's the first date. Ask me on next week. <laughs> uh, but no, I think, like, it it actually, like, allows it to not be, like, clouded by a physical attraction for you to be, like, am I just, like, hiding behind this, this like, easy kind of physical turnkey dynamic, which is just, like, a smoke screen of totally. maybe we don't actually have conversational chemistry or we're not on the same page with our goals? Totally. I was going to say... I feel like you know if you have chemistry just like as a, with another person specifically by conversation. Right. That's and I true. think that that is like really important. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you feel like Are you dehydrated? Dehydrated. <laughs> okay, it looked like I was drinking more than I was because it's a tiny bottle and I was drinking it quickly. I, d- I heard it before I saw <laughs> it. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Has she been drinking that for 45 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go, go, go. Okay, I'm feeling a little under the weather and I'm just trying to do right by all of us. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Thank it's you. We appreciate it. I'm yeah. glad. I was like, good. Homegirl is getting it over there. <laughs> After you just immediately left. Oh. The selenite is taking all the negative energy. So. <laughs> oh, thank you for... Your selenite tower? Yeah, thank you for, like, just appreciating that. I felt it before I saw it. You did. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to... There's a little bit. Yeah, yeah. a little bit of it, it, a little, there. it was a little I heard it before repurposing. I saw <laughs> That was funny. Well played. Thank you. I respect it. It was inspired divinely. <laughs> <laughs> that made me happy. That made me really happy. Are your pants infill? No. And philanthropy? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my favorite like leisure brand. Are these your shirt that too? Yeah, it's just, they're matching. I've never seen the one with the stripe. It's oh my gosh, you need sweet. to get it. Um, for good. those of you who can't see, Tanya is wearing <laughs> a black frayed edge hoodie. It's a little off the shoulder with a wild yeah. like, kind of loose Cali neck zip up, a yeah. drop shoulder, two white stripes on the side, and an Adidas homage, but yeah. Yeah. updated, a beautifully hanging track pant. We'll take a what? really cute photo and post that. A beautifully yeah. hanging track pant. You know. And like, can Debbie come back every week? <laughs> yeah, Debbie's our new like, co-host. Wow, we need to, uh, <laughs> We're like, scrubbing to in with here. Becca Tilly, Tanya Rad, and Debbie Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Flows off the tongue. But Rolls do, off the tongue. I do have to tell you guys about something super crazy that happened this week. So I'm not going to say who this was about this is about some guy that i've had in my zeitgeist okay i had a girl this is like the, our our scrubbing in family is so like connected and deep and it, to me it feels like like i'm back in like my sorority days where like the girls like have my back and they mm-hmm. like do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's not mean girls it's like everyone has each other's yeah. back yeah. that's so the she, girl friendships i know yes by the way. Mm-hmm. she basically reached out to me and was like told me that she's like i don't know you at all i listen to the podcast so i feel like i know you this guy is not your dude and said X, Y, Z, Y. She's like, I'm not a weirdo. I'm not like just trying to like. Does she know him personally? Yes. And she goes, I'm not trying to like do anything. She's like, I have an amazing boyfriend. But so I totally stalked her and her boyfriend. They're super cute. And it looks like I would totally be friends with her. Cool. Like she just seems super cute. And I thought it was so cool that like this stranger and she just totally had my back. She's like, I just know who you are and what you want and that's not what you want yes and, I know. yes and I was like, women rooting for other women community yeah. of yeah. women they yeah, have like helping me you know mm-hmm. what i mean and it wasn't out of any malice or any like you know like oh i want the guy so yeah. I'm gonna, you know of course it was all pure intentioned and it made me so happy 
and it also Girl, validated, you know who you are. and it also validated what you already knew. Exactly. And it was, yeah, it wasn't like so far off that I was like, really? I was like, no, I've already heard that. How do you play it with him now? Do you cut it off or do you just kind of continue chatting knowing what you know? Uh, It's kind of cooled off anyway. So I just like, I don't, I don't really think I have to really do anything. Yeah. Back off a little bit. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, this, you know. You don't no. want to get like sky writing over his house that says yeah. you suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's not that big of a deal, you know? But it was like, just, I don't know, it made me so happy. I was like, I just feel like we've created this really cool community of women that are like bonded and awesome and positive and like. I think like sincerity and earnesty and like goodwill perpetuates goodwill. Like, you attract yeah. like mm-hmm. people. And so for you to have like created, like, the thing that I'm so attracted to or whatever when I listen to the podcast is the same thing that makes me want to hang out with you, which is the same thing like when I met you out of the people there that are in every direction of like a version of this, the ones that I bond with have that light and have that thing that you guys have. And so for you to be like, and having just met you in mm-hmm. Vegas and like already feeling like I know you so yeah. like, and I'm just so such a champion for both of you guys. Like it's very exciting because you're like, oh, you're pouring into a thing that like is going to flourish as much as you just like emotionally are rooting for it. Yeah. Yeah, the nicest it's true. It's true. People talk about like, like that it's cry. not that. Way. Are you gonna cry? Cry, yeah. cry, cry, cry. cry, cry, cry. No. I'm like, I'm rooting for you. I would never want anything bad to happen to you. Cry. Yeah, you're like, what? I'm gonna draft up the most amazing speech to give. I'm like, oh please, I'm not prepared. <laughs> it a monologue. Is, it is really nice because it's like we go through life and. I don't know. It's, I was felt the same way about you when I first met you. You know, like you just you're attracted to people that have this this energy and this light, and it's cool because, like, we're all kind of starting to come together. You know what I mean? And build this like community where it's not it's not cool to be mean. It's yeah. not cool to yeah. be you know nasty. It's not you know yeah. we're like and 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 we're all coming together and we're help making it cool to like be nice. I've had, like, girl friendship because I've always kind of, like, when I, like, came here, I didn't have, I didn't know anyone who was famous. I didn't even know that that could happen. Like, I thought there were people in L.A. and those people were those actors and those people got famous. Like, it was pre-social media. It was pre, Mm -hmm. like, I was never like, oh, what is Lizzie McGuire having for lunch? Like, does she have a brother? I never, (laughs) like, it was just, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, y'all exist in an untouchable space. And How old were you? I was 14. Wow. <laughs> There's literally a button that's highlighted that says cough. <laughs> too tired to touch it, too tired. I say, well. <laughs> anyway, um, it's, it was like very strange. And I was on a show and I was, I didn't have anyone helping. And all of a sudden, I just like, you know, you trade away your privacy and you're like, things are changing. People are putting you in outfits and you're asked to do. Th- and so I didn't have anyone that I could kind of look to other than like my mom, right? But like, I just remember being like, I wish I wish that I had someone that I could ask. And then having a version of different people like that and having certain people in different areas and times in my life be like, I got you yeah. and I'm rooting for you and I'm willing to like <clears throat> share that. And if I share that, like when I started meeting people that were also in like a similar posi- position or like we're going to go on this crazy ride, whether that's just growing up as like a teen or whatever it is, navigating social media like I've always just been like if I know anything and I've figured it out and have gone through it I'm happy to share it with you because mm-hmm. like giving it away doesn't take it away from mm-hmm. me it only like allows all of us to rise and when we all rise and 
it like is creating a world in which we all can be doing that. But that's so cool that you like recognize that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I think a lot of people in your position, like you have, like you started out so young and you learned all these life lessons. A lot of people don't want to share that. And yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, if somebody is up and coming and new and scared, like they, they almost want to hold like all the things that they've learned to themselves and not want to share that. So that's really cool that you recognize that and like want to, to be that conduit and that light for other actors and actresses and yeah. people. I mean, I think that's that's what purpose is, right? Like mm-hmm. being in movies and then like having a family and then dying like is not actually my purpose. Like yeah. ultimately, like <laughs> my purpose is to like meet people and connect with people and the thing that I leave behind is gonna be, you know, it's gonna primarily live in like the heartbeats of human beings. Mm-hmm. Like that's actually gonna speak longer than like any project that I do or any like whatever. And so to know that like that and protecting that and and having like worked really hard to like so many people have crashed on my couch and so many people I have, have like just been able to be that and it's been really lovely and I've been able to watch people really flourish and grow and like people that I'm proud of and believed in and then people have like completely weaponized my vulnerability and my generosity against me and mm-hmm. used it to like take from me and cut me down and turn people against me and rewrite this narrative in a way that like I was completely robbed of my ability to introduce my intentions and then I'm still dealing with that and like to to know that like out of people who are all rooting for one another or at least like like if you want something that I have and I would like to give it to you or am fine to give it to you or it's a renewable resource or whatever then you take that thing you no longer need that thing and you're like trading up for something more relevant that's fine and you can go and leave and and you can go mm-hmm. and I don't need or expect follow through. I grew up in LA, like I'm positive and I try to be optimistic, but I'm not like idealistic to the point mm-hmm. where I'm naive. Like right. I know how it works mm-hmm. and this has happened in ways and I've seen it happen to everyone that I know at least once and sometimes in really public and destructive ways in which your hands are completely tied. But like when that happens, no one makes you like no one's making you burn my things to the ground right. like if you can't have it for yourself and you want to take it from me because maybe it won't give it to you but it's easier for you to not see people around you have what you want mm-hmm. like that's unfair that's malicious mm-hmm. you're a mean mean dark person mm-hmm. like you're going to live a lonely life if you don't already and like that that is a thing that like I realize I don't actually have control over and like if one out of every however many times that happens and that happens to be the time that like stays with me the longest that sucks and there's nothing I can do about that but it shouldn't affect my ability to continue doing this and being able to like be a good friend to my friends Mm -hmm. and be a good daughter and be a good sister and then like I found myself in this room right of people who probably have all experienced a very similar version of these things and to know that like ultimately sometimes it's used against us and fully weaponized and sometimes it Mm -hmm. like benefits us and it's a blessing yeah yeah And then what we can do, and this is like back to our friendship, is whenever I see that light in you and I know what you value, and before you and I were even really this close, I reached out to you and I was like, I just want you to know that this person is someone who like, and like knowing that you and I have talked so many times about so many people and I I do not talk It's not a thing that I like to do. No, I I can vouch for that. I like, I will always it's like a fun game to hunt for something positive or like a really tender way to Mm -hmm. frame something about someone that I would otherwise not jump to. But like, I literally reached out to you privately and Mm -hmm. was just like, 
dude, I want you to know that this is a garbage person. <laughs> like, I want you to know that this person, I like, people still come up to me and are like, hey, you remember that girl you introduced me to? She tried to sleep with my husband. And I'm like, my bad, my bad. I didn't know she was that person. I'm so sorry. Like, really vouch for this person. That was on me for not doing a character background check. <laughs> totally. But like, and then letting you know, like, just so you know, this is publicly what you're lining with, but also underneath, like within relationship, this is what you're vouching for. And I wish someone had told me when I vouched for this person, because A, I'd be way less hurt and B, mm-hmm. like less ostracized. But I just didn't know. It's so true, because I think like um, for me, I try to do like I'm very vocal when I like love somebody and support somebody. Yeah. I'm like very yeah. vocal about those things. Yeah. Right. And I totally. align myself with with people. And I, I think for the people that I I don't I don't think are great people like I won't come out and say like you're a bad person Mm -hmm. but I won't publicly support them yeah so to me that was like a big move when you were like just a heads up I was like okay (laughs) like do whatever you want but yeah yeah Yeah, it's funny because I'm that way to where like if it's like an app or like a crystal or a cup of coffee or like my favorite clothing line or like whatever it is like I'm very hype about it. Me too. I'm very much like this is the coolest best thing I've ever seen. Like you should meet this person. This is why they're spectacular and captivating yeah. and incredible. Like I love that. Mm-hmm. Getting passionate about things cuz I like deal with depression and anxiety so like there are times where I will dissociate for days at a time and not feel anything at all. So for something to move my needle, I like hold it very valuable yeah. and rare and like I think it's important to lean into that and encourage that in ourselves and others. But what's cool about you is like, obviously we all deal with people that are, you know, not great people. Like Mm -hmm. we've all been taken advantage of. We've had people cross us. Like I think everybody deals with that in some aspect of their life, whether they're a teacher, they work at a retail store, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. everybody deals with those things, but it's like you not like, it's not up to you to like bring karma to them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. you're not totally responsible yeah. for making, you know, anything bad happen to them. It's like believing that everything's going to happen the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, totally. You know what totally. I mean? Just like releasing that, like yeah. just releasing that energy and that like negativity. Yeah. Yeah. I have like such a streak of justice and I love those like movies where like Keanu Reeves is John Wick <laughs> and like, like that's like my favorite genre of movie because I love being like, you took something from me and now I'm going to make it right. <laughs> but, like, but also, like, I have to know, like, that's obviously, like, nothing that I can do. And even in that situation, knowing when just defending yourself mm-hmm. and being like, listen, there was a blatant attack on my character. And I can tell you, I've lived really hard to make sure that my reputation lines up with who I am actively. So, like, this is unfair for you to, like, make these presumptions and say this about me. But knowing that to, in order to, like, reclaim that and introduce yourself, it's going to, like, fan the flames. And there are people who are not rooting for you and listening for you to reintroduce themselves because they just heard whatever they heard on first listen. Yep. And it was from someone who had, like, ulterior motives. And you're just like, it's not worth it. Like, the people who are looking for the truth will find the truth. And mm-hmm. the people who aren't can, like, you know, find their own thing. Yeah. It's so true. It's like having to decide, like, you, you're you only responsible for what you put out there. And what does what people take from it, whether they choose to go in the right direction or use it for good or use it for a different purpose mm-hmm. is not on you. Like yeah. that's on, that's on everyone else. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is responsible for their own actions, yeah. what, totally. how they present themselves and how they speak about other people. And, um, yeah, but I agree. I think, I think the fact that you are in your position and are such a, there's so much competition in your world. Like that's, you know, that's what it is. It's competition. There's so many people coming up. And for you to say, 
hey, I have, I've been through a lot and I'm willing to give advice on this and it doesn't take away from my talent or what I've accomplished. Mm -hmm. It just is saying like, I'm here to help others. And that's the purpose. It's, it's going to really come back awesome. to you tenfold. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's just, it's like, I know what it's like to be like wandering around in the dark. And if, if I can keep yeah. anyone from doing that. And like, there were women around me that I was like, Hey, um, what do you think about this? And they would be super unhelpful. And then there would be women who like, <clears throat> example, when people have whatever, would be like, Oh, you were on Disney channel. So like, how are the other Disney girls? Are they kind of like cutting and whatever? Like, Ashley Tisdale comes on Sweet Life and was like, hey, like, don't, like, Dylan and Cole would just, like, be boys. And they she'd be like, don't, you don't, don't talk to her like that. Like, stop. It's fine. Do you want to, like, sit with me? And then we did, like, a crossover with Hannah Montana. And Miley was like, dude, stop talking to her like that. Hey, you don't have to, like, let them talk to you like that. Just, like, sass them back. And, like, me being like, oh, I have permission to do that. Yeah, like, right. And Miley, like, automatically having, not knowing me at all. And, like, having really no horse in the race, but being able to be, like, well, that's a girl, and I would want someone to empower me uh -huh. to speak in my voice. And then, like, Selena, literally she and I were going through, like, breakups. Hers very more, much more public and visible than mine, but, like, people we had to see around in work situations and whatever. And we were on a flight back together from a wee day. We just, like, started talking, and we're just, like, sitting on this plane, and we're talking, and she just, like, is actively, like, come over, hang out with me. And do, it was the first time that someone had ever done, like generously did that and like saw me and invited me into that circle of the way that I would constantly find like five people that I didn't know super well, but like wanted to be a home for. Cause we're all like implants here in LA. Like, we're yeah. all just kind of like, like Thanksgivings in LA are really funny. Like it's yeah. just, we're all just, you know, yeah. like, creating these nuclear families and like to see other people like that, it definitely perpetuates it. And like you said, like it's going to come back tenfold like anyone who has anything to say about selena is like she's kind she's really warm she like even in the midst where totally. she has carried way too much for one person mm -hmm. she has never lost her class and grace in that and like totally to see people like that then you're like oh that makes them look cool like selena gomez is a rock star like she's cool she's really awesome mm -hmm. and something that's cool about her that's like a large thing is that she's that will kind. forever be her reputation yeah yeah, yeah. she's kind and like that's you know I think that really does speak for you and speak on your behalf because there's other people who when doing that like transaction of yeah. like who am I going to hire who am I going to put on the radio who am I going to mm -hmm. do this for this campaign people I always take say that, that. I always say that too whenever like Selena whenever she comes on the morning show or anything I always make a point to be like I see you behind the scenes and you are so kind to people when like there's no cameras around there's mm -hmm. no you know nobody's watching you mm -hmm. and you're just as kind and generous to like not just your fans to to people you know what I yeah. mean like she actually like looks at people and like you know what I mean like even uh, I'm just trying to think like what I'm saying is like not necessarily they don't have to be like fans that come up and say like, like oh we love you if like you if walk you're a barista or something yes. like she will like you are mm -hmm. seen and she makes that a point I think it's mm -hmm. really really cool of her yeah she's like holding someone's baby it, whenever I see her. She, totally. It's like someone's kid or she'll just be like, like interactions that in a world where like it's so, there's such a currency of like, but is it the right person's baby? It's like, mm -hmm. no, like it's, you know, it's, baby. it's whoever she likes and wants and like that's sincere. And I feel like there's so much like value of your time, really make sure that whoever, you're networking and I'm like, that's not, I think like, and obviously listen, we all find it. Like when you're, teenager to being in your 20s and you're a woman 
and you're in LA, we go through different friend circles, at least all the girls that I know. It's like really broad friend circles. Whenever you're going through like troubling times where you don't really know yourself as much, mm -hmm. your friend circle is very broad with shallow relationships, people who won't hold you accountable and who are more toxic and garbage than you so you don't feel like the most toxic person in the room. <laughs> yeah. And then that's only like perpetuating like bad ideals and behaviors and like whatever. I don't know if, you know, I'm not, not definitely not speaking to Selena on that, but like it, myself and the people that I've been around, like that is absolutely an easy dynamic to fall into just in growing up. And I think that even in the midst of that, like we all have regrets, but having not lost like your kindness and having not like given in to malice, which is my my biggest pride is like I've, you know, I lost a lot of that like wonder, like that thing that just made me trust that if I was good to people, people would also be good to me mm -hmm. and knowing like, oh, that doesn't work like that. But then also that I think makes me so much more grateful for when people do things out of their abundance mm -hmm. or even out of like, just generosity yeah. and humility, then you're like, oh, okay. If anyone can do it, then like anyone can do it. You know, there's room for all of us to do it. If anyone can do it, anyone can do it. That's a it great sounded quote. smarter in my head. No, it's actually <laughs> no, it's really like cool. It's so simple, but it it's so true. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> something that I'm very passionate about. Hit me with it. Working out. You are very passionate. I love working out. I it like makes me happy. Workout clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Outdoor Voices, I've actually been wearing some of their stuff to work out recently. And they're really high quality active apparel. And it, you kind of you can wear them to the gym, but kind of just wear them every day. Like I wear them to work. They're really, really super cute. So basically, I like to wear workout clothes even when I'm not working out, and they're so cute. And I, every time you post them on your story, I love the their outfits. They're so cute. They're so cute. One of the sports bras that I have, I literally want to wear it every day, but obviously, like I don't do my laundry every day. But it's one. Of, it's like when I have it clean, it's the first one I put on. I'm really obsessed with it. But they encourage um, living healthier, happier, and more sustainable lives through daily exercise of any form. And it's more about getting out there and trying than setting a record. So the Outdoor Voices regularly hosts events across the country to keep you doing things and meeting new friends along the way. That's so fun. Mm -hmm. I like activ group activities. Yeah. I feel like y'all, everyone listening, you should look and see if they're doing any events around your, your area. Um, whether it's through events or their dedicated hashtag on social, which is hashtag doing things, the brand is uniting exer exercisers who live for fun. This is really funny because when I went to Nantucket with um, Laura, we kept saying, like, I'm just doing some things, I'm doing things, hmm. doing big things. Mm -hmm. It's almost like I, I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Um, for 20% off your first order of $100 or more, visit OutdoorVoices.com slash Becca and enter code Becca. That's OutdoorVoices.com slash Becca. Enter code Becca for 20% off your first order of $100 or more. One more time. Outdoorvoices.com slash Becca and enter code Becca. Becca. <laughs> no, I'm actually excited that they're um, really excited that they're a sponsor on the podcast because I have been wearing these like since before they were a sponsor on the podcast. And everybody um, always asks me where I get my like sports bras from. This was a, uh, I posted it on my Instagram story and everyone's like, where'd you get that sports bra from? One of the like, ones you Outdoor. twist the shed. Yeah, because I, I my sweat, sweat. I tw yeah, twist the sweat the out of my sweat. sports bra. Rings it out. She rings her sports bra. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's how you know you're doing work. Debbie, it's time for you to go. All right, bye. We don't want you to leave, but you have, you have things to do. Yeah, That's you're true. doing um, things. You're doing things. <laughs> That's true. Thank you so much for coming in. 
Um, if you guys haven't checked out season one of Insatiable, you absolutely should. It's on Netflix. Um, what else can we look forward to from you? Yeah, I have. Um, I did a, a little role in like a sweet movie called Grace, which is doing festivals right now. And so if you see that it's near you, check it out. I have one called The Opening Act that I'm also in. It's just like I kind of am at a point where I get to be very choosy and work with people that I like and um, cool directors and filmmakers. And I'm doing a lot of studying in that realm, which is nice. So, yeah, it's just been nice. Yay. So basically, whatever you see Debbie in, we're supporting our girl. For sure. Bless you guys. <laughs> we love, love you. you guys. Yeah, thank you so thank much you. for coming on, sticking to your word. Yes. We really appreciate it. <laughs> She's the best. She really, I'm so happy that she was, that she scrubbed in today. Yeah, me too. Um, We have another very special guest on the phone, Jensen, Pastor Jensen Franklin. Um. He, you're friends with his daughter Caroline. Yes, I yeah. love Caroline. Yeah, and um, they have like a massive church in is it Orange County? Yes. Yeah. So he's on the phone with us, Jensen, Pastor Jensen. Are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, this is Becca Tilly and Tanya. Hi. Hello. Hi. We just had some quick questions for you. Thank you so much for being here. Um, we have. I think ourselves and like our, a lot of our listeners been through heartache and pain, whether it's been in a relationship or, or with family or with friends. And um, I feel like you could kind of give some insight of how do you move on past that hurt that we experience in life and just relationships in general? Well, you know, you hear people all the time say, forgive and forget when somebody really does you wrong. You know, we first of all have to realize that you're going to be hurt, that, that, that it, the price of relationship is you're going to be hurt sooner or later. There's, it's just going to happen in a family, in a marriage, in a relationship. And so when people say forgive and forget, what, what does that mean? Is it even possible? Forgiveness is not amnesia. Forgiveness is not... Uh, you know, getting a lobotomy and, and, and not even thinking about what someone did to you that really hurt you. But forgiveness is um, remembering it differently. It actually becomes a reference point of how far you've come since the incident happened. And, I, you know, I talk about in my book, Love Like You've Never Been Hurt, how to do that. How do you get beyond it? It's not, it's not a question of if, but when you get hurt. And too many people quit and walk away too easy. And even in family relationships, um, you know, brothers and sisters not speaking to one another because they got in an argument. Parents that live in the same city as their as their children and they haven't spoken in a year because of something that blew up and happened. And uh, we've got to learn how to love like we've never been hurt. And the title of the book implies, first of all, don't be surprised that you get hurt. It's going to happen. And, you know, I, I feel like I can lay out some things, some easy steps that you can take. Not easy steps, let me take that back, but the real steps that you can take. Yeah, we would love to hear. So it's kind of like, well, the entire book is basically like a workbook of kind of giving people, you know, the guidelines and the things that they like the to yeah. really. Yeah, it's coming from a biblical perspective on, on the teachings of Christ, you know, when he said, uh, forgive 70 times 7 which is 490 times in a day. Well, how in the world does that work? And what he was really saying was forgiveness is not about keeping score. It's about losing count. And, you know, so many times we keep score when it comes to, well, you did this and you did that, you did this and you did that. 
And what Christ was talking about was if you really want to learn how to live with somebody, it's not forgiveness, it's not keeping scores, losing count. And that doesn't mean you're walking that. That doesn't mean that you let people run all over you. But it begins to govern your life in that way that you realize that, you know, we if you want a relationship, there has to come those times where you have to say, you know, it doesn't even matter who's right or who's wrong on some issues. It, it, what it's going to go back to is do you want to be right or do you want to be reconciled? Yeah. If you want to be reconciled, at some point you're going to have to give up your natural inclination for revenge and making them pay. Yeah, I think um, there's a quote about that, actually, that says, like, um, maturity comes when you learn to accept the the apology that you never that you never got. You know, you learn to. So it's not necessarily about, yeah, like seeking revenge. It's like everyone's going to get hurt. It's just about, you know, moving forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's awesome. Um, Think so. The book is called Love Like You've Never Been Hurt, and it's available now. Um, people can get it on Amazon. Where else can they get the book? Um, they can get it through our website, jensenfranklin.org. It's spelled with a Z, my name, or the S. It's, it's a Z, jensenfranklin.org. And, uh, but Amazon is great. Yeah, it's an Amazon bestseller list for Christian inspiration and Christian personal development. That's oh, awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking your time to be here. Yeah, this is so thank cool. You. I'm really good friends with your daughter, Caroline. I love her so much. You must be really proud. I am proud of her, and I, I'm glad that you're a friend to her. Yeah. Well, thank you so well, much thank for calling you so in much. today. Yeah, have a good God week. bless you guys. You, you too. too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. So basically what we need to work on as humans and relationships in general is not expecting an apology but accepting that you can move on even if you don't get it would help if i turn my mic back on (laughs) i'm Um, like correct becca nobody can hear me (laughs) um well guess what what another takeaway i actually just got my first pair of rothy's wow hand claps how are they? So cute. I got the camo ones. So cute. Yeah, I right? love the camo ones. Yeah. Are they comfy? So comfy. The cool thing about Rothy's shoes is that they're super cute and stylish. They're sustainable and they're comfortable enough for everyday wear. Um, it's an everyday flat for life on the go. And it's super cute. So you don't feel like you're just throwing on your flats because you don't want to wear heels. They're like, you would choose to wear these because they're cute and they're comfortable. They have the flat, the point, the loafer. And um, they have for women and girls, and they just recently launched the sneaker. Oh, cute. I know. A matted, um, sorry, a major added bonus is that they're machine washable because feet do sweat and shoes do stink. So this is a, a big, big takeaway. Um, we love our Rothy's. Tanya just got hers. Mm-hmm. I've had my little loafers for a while. They're so cute. Um, we know you'll love them too. Right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for our listeners. You can use code Becca to get free shipping and no minimum. So it's free shipping and free returns and exchanges on your Rothy's shoe. And trust me, you will not return them. Go to rothys.com. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com and enter Becca to get your cute shoes and free shipping. It's a no brainer shoes that are comfortable, stylish and sustainable and it's free shipping. So get yourself a pair today. That's rothys.com promo code. Becca! Tanya, what was just going on with your armpit there while she was talking? Yeah, you know, tell me. I just get so sweaty sometimes. Why now? Like, it's cold in here, and there's and Debbie's gone. It's like, 
you wouldn't have any guest anxiety. Right. No, I don't think it's anxiety. I think it's from um, coffee, and it's oh, I do that when I when I drink coffee. Specifically, too. the Zumi coffee from Whole Foods. Mm. It's I don't know what it is. It's like French roast or something. But every time I drink it, I get so sweaty in my armpits. It's embarrassing. Actually, speaking of Zumis, uh, Phoebe normally has recently been getting the Zumis. Where she have you ever heard that? It's called the Zumis, where they mm-hmm. go like I think it's what it's called. Mm. Never heard that before. And they go crazy. They just start running everywhere. Oh, okay. I've never yeah. heard it called that, but yeah, I know what that is. So last night, yesterday, I went to the beach with some of my friends. I don't smoke weed, but I have people in my life who do smoke weed, and they had a joint that was in... It's illegal here. It's illegal here, right? I'm allowed to talk about it. It's legal. legal. Marijuana is legal meant, yeah, it's in, in California. California it yes. Is legal. Okay. Just didn't want to get anyone in trouble. Not that I'm saying any names. But anyways, we go to the beach... Someone left one of the joints in my bag, and I guess it was on a towel or something. So when everyone took the towel, someone took the towels out. I gu- I'm assuming what happened is the joint fell on the floor. I'm about to leave to go to dinner, and I notice Phoebe's head is like wobbling back and forth, and I'm like, "Uh, Caroline, like Phoebe's acting." My sister, I'm like, "Caroline's acting weird." I mean, Phoebe's acting weird. Do you, like her head's going back and forth. Did she eat anything? Caroline's like, "No, I." I mean, I haven't given her anything different. We did switch her food, so I didn't know if that was having a weird effect on her. So as I'm about to leave, she's, like, literally sleeping, and she never just sleeps in our arms. Like when she, It was almost like when she was a little puppy. So I'm leaving, and I'm like, okay, keep an eye on her. Let me know if anything weird happens, and I'll come home. So she calls me when I'm, on my, when I'm at dinner, and she's like, we're going to take her to the emergency room. Like, she's her eyes are, like, rolling back in her head, and... I'm like, okay, rush her there, and then, uh, like, let me know as soon as, you, like, they take her back and stuff. So she calls me, and she's like, well, we brought her in, and they said she looks like she's stoned, but we're, we're going to take her back to do tests on her. So they did a drug test on my dog, my sweet little Wow, thing. I didn't know they could do that. Yeah, and they said she was just, like, stoned out of her mind. Her her heart rate was super low. It was, like, awful. They kept her, um like, oh my for a God, few hours. Oh, that's, like, so dangerous and scary i know and so i had a lashing out at my friends who i'm like no more weed around my apartment or my dog i don't even like i and whatever if you smoke weed that's fine tanya wants to get some to be able to sleep better but and i said i would join her in that if i just never i've never i don't i think i've tried smoking weed once my entire life and it was in high school i've never done it you should look into the oils you shouldn't smoke Correct. Like the CBD oil. Correct. You're not the type of person that's going to inhale smoke into her lungs. No, sure not. No. I don't like being around, like, regular cigarettes. I just don't like the smell of weed. Like, I just, whatever, if you want to do it, cool. I don't like it. So now, if anyone even comes around my apartment with it, they're in trouble. How is she now? She's fine. I guess she slept, like, on her back with her paws up all night. My sister said she didn't sleep at all because she kept checking to see... If she was awake like every twenty minutes. God, that's like no more zoomies. <laughs> well, she'll that cured the zoomies <laughs> for a while. Because I've heard that you can give dogs CBD oil to relax them, but like not marijuana. Right, CBD CBD oil doesn't make you high. So I basically yeah, and like a joint is like a you. lot of marijuana packed in real tight. So that's probably like a lot of right. Isn't that what a joint is? I was anything with Phoebe would be a lot. That's true. So, anyways. I was not happy. Almost lost a friendship over it. Yeah, it was dark. 
but she's alive and she's well. Probably had a great night's sleep. They said they said she probably was what they assume happened was that she was hallucinating when they took her in. So she was like really scared and like Oh wow. I know. Isn't this traumatic? I wonder if she ate the whole joint. I think she ate the whole thing because we couldn't Because aren't you not supposed to smoke those all at once too? Like you're only supposed to like you know it's like a it was like a, a chocolate bar. One. You're only supposed to eat like a little nibble of it or something. I eat a whole chocolate bar. No, <laughs> weed one. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Yeah, trust yeah. me. Oh, I showed up at a party and they had uh, pot brownies and luckily I was late and so I didn't eat them, but some people ate them and they were down for the count for the day. And yeah. so one guy I never saw because he was in the bathroom throwing up the whole time. Yeah, oh. apparently with like those, with the edibles, you're only supposed to eat like a really small, small amount of them. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, she's literally tiny, a tiny little baby. Yikes. So anyways, that was, pro- oh, and I got a new car. That's something else that happened that was exciting. That is exciting. And Tanya got her new apartment. Yeah, new yeah. car, new apartment. That's yeah. exciting. 2019, baby. Living by herself for the first time ever. It's true. Making friends. Making friends in my new town. Are you going to like go door? I bet you're going to go door to door and bring people like brownies or something. That's a I'm good question. I'm actually going to get um some sort of like chocolates or candy, some sort of something and i'm gonna leave it on every doorstep with a note just being like hey i'm tanya i'm the new neighbor my apartment number is blah blah like because i only it's a small like building there's only 12 apartments so Uh and you like like your neighbors there's a couple next door who are not they're not romantic but they're a guy and a girl and they've been friends for ever apparently but they're not dating Interesting. I haven't met them yet. This is just like what I hear. Hearsay. Mm-hmm. And they're both like attractive people. No, don't know. You haven't, you haven't met them. them yet. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Interesting. We'll need, yeah, that could that could be a topic if uh, there's any interesting details about them. If they're both super attractive, if they're both uh, straight, that's important. Yeah, and I bet we'll get... Oh, yeah, maybe... But we'll get emails from people saying, look, I'm straight, he's straight, we've been friends our whole lives, never anything's happened. It's still odd to a lot of us. And maybe you're better people than I am. But I feel like if I was really good friends with this girl Guy, my whole life, at right. some point in my life, I would be interested in crossing that line. It is I would catch feelings for sure. And like to live with them too is like aggressive. Yes. Yeah, living with anyone is a lot. Yeah. All right, we'll find out more about them. Yeah, I'm going to do a lot of like, Yeah. I'm going to ask a lot of questions to everybody that I live by. We got an email from Rachel. She's very embarrassed by a DM she sent this past weekend. She had a few too many drinks at a friend's wedding. She met this guy the weekend before out with one of her best friends. Her best friend is engaged to one of his good friends, so they all went out as a group on Saturday night. Anyway, I sent them a DM one week later. It ended with, we should talk sometime. Regardless of having zero game, this guy, who is everything I would want in a guy, ghosted me. Zero reply. Mm -hmm. I'm so embarrassed by my alcohol-fueled actions. How do I recover from this? Do I just forget him, the whole situation? All I can think about is how he now thinks I'm creepy, and that makes me so uncomfortable. Wait. She didn't really send the whole DM. She just is saying it ended with, we should talk. Correct. Because that's not that bad. I don't think this is that bad. But she didn't share the rest of the DMs. Is there any excuse on his part? Like, are there guys that just don't te- check their DMs or don't have the notifications on? Is there any way he didn't get this DM? There's a small chance that he didn't get it, but I would say most likely. Not even worth considering. Each other. Oh, they are following each other? Well, we don't know. If they're not following each other, I think there might be a good chance he never saw it. Because I don't think guys check their DMs as much as girls. I think guys check it more than girls. Really? Totally. Because girls slide into guys' DMs often. 
Maybe that's just something I tell myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why Post Malone hasn't responded. Yeah. yeah. Guys don't check their DMs. I mean, there's like a chance that maybe if he's not on social media all the time, maybe he doesn't check those. But I feel like most guys, for the most part, check those. However, I wouldn't let it like, I wouldn't be embarrassed or like, allow you to get down about yeah, it's it it's fine yeah it's, it's fine. okay i think i think that if you see him again gauge it because it's going to be a little weird if he got it and didn't respond it might be a little weird if it's not weird at all then i think everything's fine he probably never saw it either way it's fine i wouldn't stress about yeah, it Yeah, i would not stress about it i would not i wouldn't dm him again no. i wouldn't say anything i would just let it let it die let see, it that rest. would be my advice <laughs> dm again did you get this yeah <laughs> <laughs> that like makes me so cringe. I know my whole life. Oh, why do you do that? You know not to though. I know, but like, it's embarrassing until it's not. Do you know what I mean? No. 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 It's embarrassing until it's not. I think it's like embarrassing because it's like everything I'm not supposed to do until it's not. Until the right guy. It's not. I see. Do you know what I mean? You know, this actually reminded me of uh, Amy and I, you know, met and I told the story, the state fair, whatever. And she came and saw me performing a thing. And anyway, there was some contact happening and, but she had a boyfriend. So I laid back and then she didn't have a boyfriend and she called me. She figured out my phone number and called me and left me a answering machine message, pre voicemail. And it reminded me of this, because her last line was, we should talk sometime. Amy's last line was, I hope I get to talk to you again. It was very, she was so nervous and uncomfortable, and it was so endearing. So if this guy doesn't respond, then it's his loss. Wow. His loss. That's a good story. I've I, heard that before. It reminds me of that uh, and how excited I was when I saw her, uh, her last name on the caller ID box. <laughs> Wow, Mark. I know. Sorry. You know, it, things were so much easier then because social media it makes everyone second guess everything. Yeah. Like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Whereas if you just left a voicemail, it was done. That's true. You know that they got it. If they didn't reply, it's like, all right, they didn't like it. That's it. Whereas, oh. whereas with social media, it's like, did he get it? Did he? Did he see my message? Is he just not responding because he's not interested? Did he forget? It like makes you go into like this psychotic. Right. Did he open it and then say that he was going to reply, but then got caught up? Somebody <laughs> called him, made a phone call, and then he's just just stopped mid text and then never went back to it. This sounds like something that has <laughs> happened in a personal way. That is ringing true. Yeah. Hey, uh, Becca, I heard that you're a fan of islands. I love islands. They brought us a bunch of food, so I wanted to mention them. Yeah, I'm starving. I haven't eaten anything all day. It's just oh. letting y'all know it is. 2.40, and I I, it's 14.40. <laughs> oh, Grays, we never talked about Grays. Starving. Oh, okay. okay. We'll get to Grays in a second. Yeah, speaking of... But wait, let's finish Islands. I love okay. Islands. We go there regularly with my We're whole like family. So We're Saturday night regulars, so enjoy Islands because they're doing an all-day happy hour on Sundays during football season. That's amazing. You need mm. to go. Their basket of fries, oh, and their burgers. Oh. Do you know what... Uh, Papa Rad is a big Islands fan. I, know, I he, would imagine that. And he, he enjoys the um, the soup, the tortilla soup. Oh, it's great. Oh. Yeah. I enjoy that as well. Spicy white queso dip. They have new... Mm. I haven't had... White queso is not does not exist here like it does in the South and the Midwest. So Islands might be my ticket. What color is it normally? 
They don't really have queso dip out here in general. Oh. But white queso is the best. Thanks, Islands, for bringing us food. I have the rewards app on my phone. 56 of them in California, Arizona, Hawaii, and Nevada. Sorry, other 46 states. Yeah. You're missing out. I Grays is Grays. I'm not, I have no beef with the new season of Grays. Every time I mention Grays, Tanya, she goes, ugh. Well, how 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 is this the case? I didn't even watch this last episode because we were doing videos for People's Choice Award. Don't forget to vote today. And um, people were responding, being like, "You're literally not missing anything during Grace right now. It's yeah. horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. It's so true." So I, I, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it, but I'm I wasn't. It took away the excitement of watching it when I got that many Response. messages about it. I enjoyed it. I'm sorry. I enjoy, I'm enjoy. i enjoying Grace this season. I am. I love the woman who's trying to match up Meredith. She's a great actress and a very endearing character. Yeah, the patient. The patient. Yeah, I think She's I'm going to enjoy that too. Yeah, but like I haven't seen the episode, so I don't know really what y'all are talking about. I know. But she was I in the first her. episode. Yeah, yeah, I she was in the first two, I think. Oh, oh yeah, because there's hours. been three now. Almost two hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to keep watching. I just didn't, I like didn't rush to my TV like I used to and watch it live with all the commercials and everything. Oh, I don't recommend that. Um, I used I did, to do that. I did want to read you this tweet that we got from Brittany. Use my last 1% of, va- of battery voting for Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad. Scrub it in pod. Hashtag worth it. Hashtag you guys are my red starbursts. That's so sweet. I love that. Thank you for using your last 1%. PCA.eonline.com. I voted for like two and a half hours straight on. Tanya uses my, I vote at night, like as I'm laying in bed, and Tanya uses my email and maxes out, which is fine. But then she's like, Did you, did you guess what I just did? I used your email and maxed all your votes. She did guilt you know you. that? Yeah. And I'm like, I do it at night. I would have found out, but like, don't yell. It was 8.30 p.m., by the way. Like, yeah, the day was most winding people down. stay up till... <laughs> the day was, like, already wind, way wound down. I was like, I don't get see. in bed at 8.30 like you. That's when I do it. I, like, lay in bed. And like, I do have to say shout-out to our Facebook group, though, because I was, like, I had maxed out on all the emails that I have. So I was like, I need some emails if nobody, you know, if you don't have time to vote, I'm happy to use your email. We got... I didn't even use everybody's emails because I couldn't. Wow. Yeah, I was like, so people were like, thank God. No, 600. Today. <laughs> <laughs> like 600 emails in there. I was like, wow. wow. You're actually enabling people to be lazy. Though, yeah. Because you're saying you're going to do it. Guess what? Tanya wants to win this I thing. I want to win. No, no yes. but that means you're going to have to do it. I'm doing it. to do all 600. I've been trying. I went through a hefty, I went through a. I went through a hefty bunch of them. This may be our only shot at a People's Choice Award Ever. in our lives. You guys. What? Uh, I don't believe in. I don't think so. I think we're going to come around with something. Next year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm leading saying, actress I'm, in a leading movie actress, role. Yeah. Uh, leading extra in Ooh. Grey's Anatomy. That's true. <laughs> Playing a dead body. Best extra. Best, yeah, best extras in a sitcom. Hey, uh, we need to thank some people. Yes, we Thank do. you, BioClarity. Get your first month for 50% off a routine, plus shipping is free when you enter our code. Becca. Becca. FrameBridge. You'll save an additional 15% off your first order at FrameBridge.com when you use promo code. Becca. Get 20% at Outdoor Voices. That's right. 20% off your first order of $100 or more. OutdoorVoices.com slash Becca. And enter. Becca. 
for beautiful hair from Sugar Bear Hair and a healthier you. Go to sugarbearhair.com slash And finally, Rothy's. Get your cute shoes and free shipping at rothys.com and enter promo code Becca. They're all Becca this week. It's easy to remember. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a tease for next week. Oh, I love that. I decided something about my wedding <laughs> <laughs> over the weekend. Uh-huh. It involves a singer that I want to sing at my wedding. So I was going to FaceTime said person and ask if they will perform at my wedding. And you recently changed your um, dream engagement ring. The one you've dreamed about your whole life has now changed. It's changed. What to what? I just don't want to. I used to want like a big fatty rock, like kind of hanging out off my finger. Uh-huh. And now I've realized I want it more like set in into the ring, like not as like a huge change. She a wants a ring change. that she doesn't have to take off at the gym and yeah. when she's uh, uh, whatever. She wants to be able to leave it on all the time. I want to be able to leave it on all the time. I want a big ring that sits up. <laughs> you want to like, up and out. <laughs> you want to take it off from time to time? That's fine with you. Yeah, I don't love wearing rings in general, so I'd, I I want to have a band, a really pretty band that I keep on all the time, and then wear the, have the ring for when I'm. What like. about a tattoo? Yeah, that's very hot right now. Is oh, getting yeah. tattooed rings because mm. then you don't feel like you're wearing a ring. Yeah, not opposed, but not completely for it. Okay, not opposed to it, just like don't know if it's my style. Mm-hmm. I would like to have a. I have. I actually have very lovely hands. You do. My mom always told me I did. Well, I, you I do. can't see those hands from the. Oh yeah, very lovely. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, <laughs> thank you. A lot lovelier and than I these. I feel like I would. I would like just like a really pretty dainty like diamond band to wear as like every day because I don't like having anything too big bulky. Yeah. But I would like to like slip have that a sucker fatty on. rock. Yeah. Fatty rock. Let the people know I'm taken. <laughs> All right. On that note. <laughs> Uh, do you want to call time of death? 12, 13, 14. Time of death? 14, 47.